beautiful souls and welcome. You're listening to It's Glowing Well Podcast, the show that encompasses all things beauty and wellness. I'm your guide and host star. I have been in the beauty and wellness business for over a decade, and I am here to inspire, educate, and keep things positive through the challenges we face in this incredible journey of becoming our best selves inside and out. So if you're ready, Let's take a deep breath and begin. Greetings and salutations, friends. Thank you so much for being here with me for a solo hosted episode of It's Glowing Well podcast. I am looking forward to this episode so much because I think this is a topic that often gets stuck in a box or it gets stereotyped at times. And this episode is really meant to clear the air and break it down to better educate you on the introduction to meditation, the different variations, the benefits, and how you can get started with your own practice. Meditation is actually part of the eight essential limbs to yoga. So there's a lot to cover. So let's get Zen. (laughs) And here we go. So the best place to begin is always at the beginning. Meditation is approximately a 2,500 year old practice for training the mind. Historically, the practice reserved for um, reclusive monks, uh, Kung Fu masters, and of course, yogis. It's now the preferred performance enhancing practice of Super Bowl champions, Olympic athletes, and A-list celebrities. In a lot of ways, you could say that meditation has gone mainstream. One reason is that meditation is generally considered one of the most effective ways to train and focus your attention. So how does that work, right? Well, when you sit down to meditate, you allow yourself to become very still, relaxed, and alert. And then you focus your attention on one thing. Technically, it can be anything. But traditionally, it's something like your breath or a mantra, a word or phrase, which you repeat over and over again for the duration of your meditation. When you do this, your mind will wander. Totally natural. Absolutely a part of it. I can tell you I am seriously like a squirrel sometimes. And when I try to meditate, it takes some days it takes a lot to come right back to the present moment. But I digress, of course, the practice is really meant to help you like stay present. And the practice of meditation is all about bringing your attention back to the one thing you're focused on. If you sit in meditation for an hour, your attention might drift away into other thoughts and daydreams more than 500 times. Isn't that crazy? Like 500 times your mind could totally wander off. And guess what? Again, totally fine. It's legit. And you're not doing it wrong. Your only job when you practice meditation is to bring your attention back when it strays from whatever the object is that you're focusing on. And it's important to stay relaxed, still, and alert while you practice. It's definitely something that takes time and patience. As you do this over and over again, you'll slowly enter into a highly relaxed and focused state of mind. This is often accompanied by a feeling of 
deep well-being. And now science has shown us that the meditative state has extremely positive um, physiological, psychological, neurological effects. We'll get a little bit more into the fun, nerdy science meditation here too, but what is mindfulness exactly? I'm sure you've also heard a lot about mindfulness, and I find that the best dictionary exclamation to be the intentional, accepting and non-judgmental focus of one's attention on the emotions, thoughts, and sensations occurring in the present moment. But the way I like to think about it is, mindfulness is the art and science of paying complete attention to one thing you're doing in any given moment. Of course, paying attention only ever happens right now. So learning this art grounds you in the present moment like nothing else. And in art, it truly is. And I am still working on it every day, my friends. So it's important to remember that mindfulness and meditation are two sides of the same coin. Another way to define mindfulness is meditation in action. Think of your yoga. Yoga is very much a meditation in action. You can bring the calm and the focused attention you cultivate into meditation to everything you do. So not even just yoga, but you could incorporate it into all walks of what you're doing throughout your day. And that's mindfulness. A strong meditation practice will permeate your attention and your actions with mindful presence. In general, every meditation technique falls into one of two camps. Whatever type of meditation you practice, it's either a focused awareness meditation or a free awareness meditation. And let me break that down for you a little bit. Traditionally, focused awareness meditation is called meditation with seed. That means that you are focusing your mind on something like a mantra. Your body sensations, or maybe you're just counting your breath. Free awareness meditation is referred to as meditation without seed. In this approach, you put your attention on the wide open space of awareness itself. This is often considered an advanced approach to meditation. The trick with free awareness is this. You resist the temptation to focus on anything in particular. In response to everything, you do nothing. You accept and let go of everything that passes across the movie screen that is behind your eyes. It's subtle. And I will definitely tell you it is very hard to master. It can get very frustrating at times without a doubt, but that is part of the journey. That's part of the journey to embrace each moment and embrace that level because every time you do it, you will get better. So I gotta tell you, at the same time as it is frustrating, this practice yields very rich rewards. Focused and free awareness both lead to the same goal, which is equanimity, focus, relaxation, clarity, confidence, and deep ease. Doesn't that just sound beautiful? That just sounds wonderful. I mean, how do you not just want to soak that up? It's fabulous. Anyway, I digress. 
Whether you are practicing one or the other, your end game is a mind that's grounded in the deepest part of you, independent of the trauma, the drama of daily life. And it isn't that what we're all seeking for our lives, reducing the stress of our daily lives? So this leads me to one of the most common myths, which is that you shouldn't have any thoughts while you practice. That's, that's definitely not true and pert near impossible to even have happen. The goal of meditation is to learn how to be at ease, no matter what's happening in your mind. Meditation is training how to be calm and relaxed, even when your mind is perhaps totally freaking out. One of the biggest reasons people quit attempting meditation is because they think their mind should be completely quiet, or perhaps you think you can't stop your thoughts. By far the most common thing I hear from new meditators, quote unquote, that are um, working with me or have questions that they ask me is that they can't meditate because they have a busy mind that won't calm down. Generally, that's called the monkey mind in the yoga world. So yes, your mind may go silent at different times during your meditation. And that's beautiful. And it's an important experience. But you're going to have tons of different experiences when you meditate. And it's important to remember that meditation isn't supposed to feel any one particular way. It's all about accepting the things as they are without trying to change them. And when starting meditation, I'm going to be very honest and upfront with you friends, it's gonna take a little while for you to learn how to swim in the deeper parts of that mind pool that you have. You need to give yourself some grace and some patience. As you get used to letting go in meditation, you're going to start experiencing benefits, lots and lots of benefits. So you might be wondering at this point, so what are the benefits for me then, Star? Well, I cannot give you an exact answer on that since every person who meditates will obtain different benefits for their lives. But here's what most people find. People come to this practice for many reasons most of them being quite personal. But one of the main reasons people turn to meditation is for stress management. Many people seek out meditation for health reasons. There is mounting evidence suggesting that meditation is a tonic for any number of physical ailments and conditions related to stress. And increasingly, when it comes to mental health, Therapists are using meditation to model healthier ways to relate to the mind and overcome anxiety and negative thoughts. So often when you feel overwhelmed by, let's be honest, the crush of life, as it were at times, or meditation can be the oasis. It helps you create some space from the chaos in your head, helps you relax and refresh your perspective. But for myself, it started very simply. I wanted just a few moments of quiet. And in Ayurveda, which is a sister practice to yoga, I am a vata personality. So I am very airy, I'm upbeat, always looking up, etc. So 
quiet and simply being with my own thoughts to actually listen to what's going on in my mind, my body, and pure quiet, which grounds me, is a very good balance for me, but it's also very challenging. It calms the chaos and it does relax me if I'm able to let go. I think all too often we get so tied up in our go, 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 gotta be here, gotta go there. I'm absolutely guilty of it. That we have lost the ability to really understand what it means to actually relax our minds and our bodies. And I decided I wanted that back in my life. So I started small three minutes, five minutes, and I have built it up now to probably about a good 20 minutes at this point. And um, it, it happens over time. I have realized that meditation is a powerful antidote to my anxiety. My hyper overdrive <laughs> to get everything done at once is definitely, definitely a good remedy for that without a doubt. It's been life-changing for me. That's what I can absolutely say, is I have found a new part of myself that is limitless and beyond measure. And more than anything, it showed me that my deepest happiness would never come from a source outside myself. So that's my story. But what does science have to say about it? So Recently, with the advancement of neuroscience and advanced imaging technologies, we have started to see a profound influence of meditation on the brain. An article actually from Forbes details the following ways that meditation actually changes the brain. You can totally check this out for yourself. Always make your own decisions, draw your own conclusions. But if you'd like, this is what it states. Meditation helps pervert preserve, excuse me, the aging brain. Meditation reduces activity in the brain's me center. Its effects rival antidepressants for depression and anxiety. Meditation may lead to volume changes in key areas of the brain. And just a few days of training improves concentration and attention. Meditation also reduces anxiety, social anxiety, and it can even help with addiction. Short meditation breaks can even help kids in school. Like how amazing would that be for all my moms out there? And I'm a mom as well. Like seriously, that would be amazing if kids could take like short meditation breaks in school. That would just be incredible. I would absolutely full-heartedly support that. In fact, the benefits of meditation identified by neuroscience have become so compelling that the Harvard Business Review published an article asserting that meditation is no longer a mere luxury for business leaders, it's imperative. That's pretty cool. That's, I think that's amazing. So if you wanna start meditating right now, I'm gonna give you some simple ways to begin. Find a comfortable place to sit. Make sure your spine is straight. Once you are settled and seated comfortably, you can either close your eyes or leave them slightly open, gazing at a point on the floor in front of you or a spot on the wall even. But now you're ready to begin practicing the art of attention and meditation. Great beginners meditations can usually go something like this. As you breathe in, pay attention to your inhalation. 
feeling that oxygen fill up your lungs and then exhale easily, naturally, counting one in your mind as you do so. And do this with your next breath, counting two as you exhale and with the next three and so on. So when you get to five, begin again with the next breath at one, two, three, four, five, and so on. And repeat that chain. If you get distracted and you lose count, no problem. It really isn't. No problem. You can simply start again at one. Don't force your breathing, but allow yourself to completely relax while remaining fully alert. Focused only on your breathing as you count silently in your mind, one breath at a time. You'll see how simple it is, and then you can do it yourself whenever you want. Now, before you go about the rest of your day, I would like to give you a few tips and that, that I think are really important, especially when starting out. And I wish someone would have told me right away, but that's okay because I did learn and I am here right now, hoping I can help you succeed sooner with meditation. And that is this. A lot of people start meditating and quickly give up. Often that's because they haven't managed their expectations. You think your mind should be quiet, like a blissfully placid lake on a summer morning. And I'm sorry to say it, but that's really unlikely. You need to know that you're going to probably experience a whole range of new feelings. And some of them are going to be foreign to you and maybe uncomfortable. And that's completely natural. Here's the most important tip I can give you. I call it the golden rule of meditation. Are you ready? Don't make a problem. Yes, it's that simple. No matter what happens, stay calm, carry on. For new and experienced meditators, this is a priceless tip. If you can succeed in never making a problem out of any experience that you have in meditation, you'll succeed. You'll also start to realize that meditation doesn't feel like anything in particular. Instead, it's the choice and a process of letting go and accepting things as they are and not fighting against your life as it is. My second tip for success, you need to make meditation a habit. Now, I can openly admit, I definitely go through bursts of bursts, excuse me, of of being really, really good, and then I kind of fall off. But the important thing is, is the self-awareness to bring yourself back. You can always bring yourself back. So make meditation a habit. Unless you do, it will be hard to reap the benefits meditation can offer you. Weave meditation into your morning routine. Make it a regular activity every day at the same time, in the same place. Even in the shower is a great place to start. So research from University College uh, London indicates that it takes approximately 66 days to create a new habit like meditation. So that's kind of interesting too. So my point is, make sure you're patient with yourself. Give yourself the grace. I know I keep saying it over and over again, but I, I'm driving it home for you. <laughs> so I think it's important, third tip here, 
I think it's important to feel that you are making progress in meditation. That's another way that you can ensure that meditation becomes a lasting habit. And one of the ways to do that is to take note of all the signs of your success and progress. Often these signs are subtle. So pay attention when you notice them. Even jot them down and make some sort of like meditation journal. That'll help you immensely. And my last and final tip for this, another way to boost your meditation practice is to meditate with others. If there is a local group you can meditate with, or if your yoga studio that you go to offers this, I highly recommend it. Meditating with other people is powerful. That energy is circulating in the room together or between you and that other person. It's an incredible feeling and it's very powerful. And it can give you access to deeper states of focus and relaxation. All right, my friends, I think this is a great place to wrap things up for now. So with so much gratitude, I thank you for listening to this episode today and for joining me here on It's Glowing Well podcast. I am your guide and your host, Star. I look so forward to seeing you again on the next month's episode, always the first Uh, Monday of every month. If you would like to hang out with me more often, please feel free to find me on Instagram at Glowing Well with Star. You can also check out my Facebook page, It's Glowing Well with Star. And there I have my services, packages, and products available if you are interested for one-on-one yoga, wellness coaching, and more. Until next time, I wish you love, light, and gratitude. Namaste. Namaste.